Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn on the microphone. Thank you very much. Bethel Duran, DeMarco Farr, Sedano, and Cap. Today, this afternoon, having a lot of fun. DeMarco's still dancing. Like for, for a big dude, you like to dance, man. You can groove, can't you? From Black Panther, man. Yeah, come on. Hey. <laughs> All right, it's time for what you need to know. Lindsay, baseball, what we got? Thanks, Beto. <laughs> oh, she did coming. it again. <laughs> you forgot, though, that uh, what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. And what you need to know right now is that the Dodgers are going to feature Elton John bobblehead night ahead of his upcoming concerts at Dodger Stadium. They just announced this weekend that fans attending the game on Friday, September 30th will receive an Elton John bobblehead featuring the singer in his iconic Dodgers uniform. Elton John, of course, is set to perform at the stadium November 17th, 19th, and 20th. Wow. And for tickets, you can visit dodgers.com slash Elton John. That's what you need to know. Piano man, huh? Gets a bobblehead? I have to. I feel like I need to get that. Like, that's an amazing. Is How old is Sir oh, Billy Joel? Then what's Elton John? Yeah, Elton John. Is, I'm still standing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yellow Brick Road. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. He's got Tiny Dancer. A Tiny bunch. Dancer. That's the one I know. How old is Sir Elton now? I think he's in his 70s. His birthday was like a week or two ago. Got to be. I, I'm. I'm I, think I I've only know Tiny twice. Dancer. I see. I see. You've him, seen him. Seen him twice. How did you end up at Elton John? Uh, I went to Vegas. Had to be in Vegas. No, it was. Uh, they came to St. Louis. It was an Elton John Billy Joel concert. They were together. It was awesome. And you were with the Rams, so they... 75. 75. He's 75. Is it like the Rolling Stones, like, make sure you see him? Yeah, he's, like, doing his goodbye tour right now. Is that what but it he's is? been saying goodbye for years. He's done several of those. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, yeah. But in his defense, he did announce this, like, goodbye tour right before COVID happened. Yeah, that's right. And he had to cancel, like, the whole thing because of COVID and blah, blah, blah. I'll go. I love, I love Elton John. Yeah, um, I want to go see him. Plus, he just came out with a song with Britney Spears. I, what, what did I just read? He gave Britney Spears a, a number one hit? Is that what I heard? Well, it's kind of, it's a collaboration between the two of them. No, I don't think the whole this whole song isn't out yet. Britney Spears released a short clip. It's like 20 seconds long. And it's got lines from Tiny Dancer, I'm pretty sure. Didn't he just do the same thing with, uh, what's her name? What's her butt? Uh, Dua, Lipa, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, yeah. Didn't he, uh, he remade one of his songs with her, right? Uh, she sampled it. What song is that? I know I th- she joined that on stage. Tiny Dancer. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea. You okay. lost me here. Sorry. Okay. Oh, and John, the only thing I know is Tiny Dancer. I even didn't even know Billy Joel. You know, you know the, the Princess Diana song? Yeah. Goodbye, Norma Jean. Uh, Candle, Candle in the in Wind. The wind. Yeah. Oh, Candle in the Wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was for Princess Diana when she died? Yeah. Well, yeah. he made the song Candle in the Wind, and then he redid it for as a tribute to like Diana. Like a candle in the wind. Yeah, that's the song. <laughs> How do Just you like know that. this stuff? Dude, I, I I know a lot. Yeah, we're, we're, bored, we're bored on the road. He's down with the pop culture, <laughs> we're, we're, unlike you, Beto. I, 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 yeah. You know what? Where's Laura to yell at me? How do you not know this? You know, but yeah. uh, I I I don't apologize for not knowing seventy-five-year-old white guy music, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> on, I didn't ask you to apologize. I'm just saying he <laughs> knows that you don't. Elton John. That's all. Because the Marco's cool. Baby, leave baby well alone. Awesome. He knows what's up. I he, did not know that Billy Joel cursed that much. Good God. He yeah, does? Every, he does. Every other word was the F word. Good. Now I like him. All right. It was awesome. Let's go see him. Piano Man was like, great. When he stopped, New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's from Jersey. Straight up. Whatever I don't it was. Know. East I don't Coast know. Is guy. He? He's a yeah. Jersey guy, isn't he? Billy Joel? Oh, we'll look it up here. Uptown oh, I thought, okay, anyway. I was going to say, I feel like, yeah, that's like what the Wait, song is. Oh, Springsteen's Jersey. Yeah. Springsteen nope. is very Jersey. Okay, all right, yeah. he's Jersey. So is Bon Jovi. I got to go watch uh, Sopranos again, man. I started oh, watching. I started it again this like, last week. I missed that show. Tony's oh, not dead. Is. Tony's not dead. Tony's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> That's your theory? He's not dead. That's your theory about Sopranos. You're like, he's dang not right. Dead. Tony's not dead. Well, you just can't. We die. are losing mobsters, aren't we? <laughs> A bunch of guys. <laughs> all right. Away. So as yeah, we move yeah. on here, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> we are though. You're the, a mobster the show here. Yeah, we're losing. Oh, the actors. The actors. Billy Joel's from New York City, by the way. New York City. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There we go. We got you got your update. That's what you need to know. Thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. We appreciate that. You're as welcome, always. Beto. Oh, yeah. All right. So now, as we continue to go, football season is here for you. Woo-hoo. What happens to you during the season, DeMarco Farr? What like, do you mean? You're the sideline reporter. I right? go crazy. Yeah. And you're not your traditional sideline reporter where you just do three interviews and that's it. You're giving analysis from the field and they Everywhere. throw down and a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So 
You walked in here with a spotting board where you have a depth chart. Yes. So I'm making my cuts for you, the Rams. You should send a tweet of that. I mean, blur out some of the names of the guys we can cut. I actually got this from Maurice Jones-Drew. His, okay. Yeah, this is uh, his new thing. Uh, someone's doing this for him. So, usually, I just go off the flip from the game. Yeah, the flip from the game. Yeah, flip from the game. But, I mean, this is great. So, so. for you this week, I'm or for yeah. game week, let's say uh, Bill's next week, right? What happens to you? Do you watch film? Are you one of those guys? Or do you just, like, ask questions? How do you feel? No, right now, I'm, what, two quarters into the last game the Rams played. The preseason the game? Bengals, yeah. Okay. I'm two quarters in. How do you watch a game? Because you don't watch it like a normal fan. How do you watch? Uh, you know, I watch it the same way as when I was a player. So, I start inside out. Um, so, Speak English. So I start where the football is, where the center has his hand on the ball. So I watch those three guys, and then I work all the way out to the receivers. So but, I start from the middle of the field, uh-huh. like for one play, then rewind it, then watch the next guy, rewind it, watch the next guy, rewind it. Whoa, whoa, so you, whoa, whoa. So whoa. You, like, you like watch every play like 11 times, sometimes more. How long does it take you to get through a quarter? I'm two quarters into the game that just was played on Saturday. So... Usually, I finish right around Thursday. Why do you do this? It's football, man. It's what I enjoy. It's like Usher warming up. <laughs> like, okay. if, if I'm watching film and Lindsay calls me, I might be rude. She may call me a jerk, but that's what I love okay, to do. Okay, so you yeah. watch what the center does? I watch, yes. And even in preseason? Everything. Because all that stuff will You come don't back. have to do this in preseason. All that stuff will You're come watching back. guys are going to get cut. You've heard this before, right? In preseason, it's all vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla offense, basic yeah. offense, right? Well, that's 25% of your plays come the regular season. This is the stuff they're going to come back to. That's why they're showing it. This is a routine play. This is a first and 10 dive. So okay. let's see how they did back then. Let's see how they're doing now. So you match what they're doing, the opponent, versus what the Rams are doing. You do that every single week? Every single week. And you do it for both sides of the ball? Yes, and special teams. And special teams? Yes. Wait, special teams? There's just a guy running down the field, and you watch him? There's more to it than that, but yeah. But, I mean, just keep it yeah. basic. Like I want to know who's out there. There's I'm, some guys who run and they do crazy stuff, and other guys are just kind of going through the motions down the yeah, field. Yeah, I want to know who's out there. Like kickoff, right? Um, yeah. Some people say I waste time watching kickoff because... I, you waste time watching kickoff because it's a touchback. Right, but I want to see who's first down on like, the kickoff team. I want to Really? See, oh, yeah, it tells me a lot. When the ball's in the do air, you have to do this? Have you seen the signal when they give you the crosses? Yeah. The, the returner, that means it's going to be a touchback? Yeah. See, when that when the arms come out, guys start to slow up. I want to know who the, who those guys are. There were other guys that run straight through the line. What are you looking like for? Like it's 1970. What are you looking for? I'm looking for that guy that, that takes it seriously. He doesn't care about touchback. He cares about sprinting down the field, which is your job. Hmm. That's effort. That's a guy I would want to keep. That's what I mean. This is the stuff you watch in preseason. Like the Lance McCutcheon guy. Yeah. Good receiver. Uh, it might be a little crowded in that receiver room. So you're going to have to play special teams as well as play receiver. So I'm watching you and your effort on special teams. That's the voice of DeMarco Farr, Rams sideline reporter. You'll hear him all season long right here on 710 ESPN. J.B. Long, Maurice Jones-Drew on the broadcast up in the booth on the field will be DeMarco. So yeah. I, I know you're grand. good. I know yeah. you're a good receiver, but on teams – I want to know how much you love the game. That's the stuff I look for. See, this is I, like Kaplan has worked as a sideline reporter, mm-hmm. uh, former kicker, and he had his experience in the NFL. And so Donald does play by play. And, you know, I do high school stuff, I do some college stuff, I do that. So I have the spawning board like that. But there's no way I could go and watch a game that you do because I wouldn't know what, what I'm looking at. Well, c- let's watch film, man. Come on. Um, I love it. I love watching film. Yeah, now, Okay, fun. now when you watch the game, are you watching like the, the Channel 2-7 broadcast or, okay. or they send you special tape? Uh, it's it's a, uh, what do you call it? It's an app. So it's not oh, a special app. So there's three different versions. There's an end zone. There's an all 22 shot. Uh-huh. That's everybody. And then they splice in the TV copy. So I get to see that as well. So you're watching like an old school coach. Pretty much. Exactly the same stuff I've done as a player. I just never stopped. I'm just not getting hit anymore. So, this is funny, right? When I watch a football team, let's say um, the New York Giants are getting ready to play the the L.A. Rams. So, I'll watch their stuff, and I'll watch what they're asking their guards to do and who they're blocking. And then I'll watch the Rams stuff and look at Aaron Donald and go, you have no chance. Yeah. Like, you know it's coming. If you try this against him, he's going to do X, Y, and Z. You now, know? do players watch as much film as you? I Probably more, yeah. 
They get paid to. Yeah, yeah. but not everybody does it, right? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, and they get paid to, and they actually have, like, caddies. Uh, Tiger Woods does not usually set his own ball when he's practicing. Of course. Somebody else is doing it for him. Yeah. Well, film study for players, you're sitting in the chair, and the coach is doing it. So all you have to do is take in the information. Me, I'm, I'm, I have to, you know, find the play, watch the play, do all that rewinding and stuff. Yeah, it's different because the technology is so crazy now. Remember, we we watched, you know, we watch Friday Night Lights. They have the old projectors against oh, the yeah. screen and everything. Real to real stuff. Real to real stuff. Now it's an app that gets sent to you, right? And you can yeah. find out whatever you can get. Look, my daughter. I can watch it on my phone. It's crazy the technology that's out there, because, for example, my daughter plays club soccer, right? She's good, third division, whatever. And there's teams that we play against where they have the eye in the sky and the teams will have a monitor on the girl's leg. And then my, you can go home and watch exactly how far your daughter ran, all the plays Crazy. that she had. And these are like 10, 12-year-old kids doing that. High schools now, everybody has, if you don't have this technology. So there's a reason that kids now when they go to college, they're expected to start as freshmen because they don't have that year of adjusting to college anymore because they've been doing this stuff since Pop Warner. I mean, how many Pop Warner teams have you seen, 8-year-olds and – they have the swag chain, but they also have the technology and the coaches know what's going on. I these see a kids, lot of it now, yeah. The kids know what these plays are that you guys – like, think about how easy it was when you were called Baby Whale. I know. It was just, hey, hit the guy in front of you. Now they have the terminology. It's crazy. Beto, the Rams have a, a video board at practice. So What does that mean? Usually, they have a video board at practice. So usually, back in the day, you'd practice, right? Yeah. And they videotape everything. So when practice is over, you go into a meeting and you watch that practice again. And you make corrections, right? So that takes about an hour after practice. So it's one of the worst things ever because you're sit, you're wet, you're sweaty, and you don't have enough time to take a shower. So you're sitting there watching video, and you know, you have to do your corrections. Now there's a video board on the practice field, so you can do them right there in real time. No way. Oh gosh, it's all teams have this. It depends on how much money you have. But it's oh, okay. it, this team is almost a zero excuse football team. There is no excuse for you not. So to the, get better the premier here. teams have this then. Yeah, it depends on who you're. Do you like that? I do absolutely, absolutely. Whatever makes you better. Think about that. If you were a player, would you like that? Yes, you can watch it right there. We can make the corrections right there. I don't have to go six or seven plays making the same mistake. We can correct it right here, and get the problem solved and move on to the next one. It's crazy how. Everything's evolved the last couple of years, right? Oh, it's nuts. Because yeah. it used to be, hey, slap the player on the butt, go. Put your yeah. hand in the dirt, go. And it was the coach who had a piece of paper in his back pocket wearing yeah. the bike shorts, right, in the polyester uh, polo. Different now. Different. Their training room. Our training room back in the day used to be like a bunch of tables, ice baths, heating stuff. You know, stuff when you think owies and boo-boos to make you feel better, right? Now the training room looks like a weight room. So it's all interactive. It's all integrated. It, it, it all of it. That's is why crazy. when guys get hurt here, like uh, Jordan Fuller, uh, Ram safety gets hurt, misses a few games, comes back as a better athlete. Yeah, that's what I mean, right? The it, technology, it, it's crazy, is yeah. out of control. So that's what you do all week long. Oh so, yeah. So we can't call you. You can, if if I don't answer the phone, which means I'm busy. But yeah. so how many hours do you spend on film in a day? Once I put the kid to bed, usually she goes to bed around eight. So. Knock off about one o'clock in the morning. No way. It takes a while, man. If you really want to watch it, if you really want to know what's happening, it takes a while. And it's funny, right? You'll start to see rhythms and patterns. Yeah. So you go faster as, as during the okay. regular season. Are you watching this much? Okay. I tried to tell people, and it sounds like I'm bragging, right? No, I'm right there with you because okay. when I when I get ready for a fight, I go back and watch these guys, whether they're two and zero, three and zero, and I. I'm, I'm watching on YouTube. I'm watching. It's fun. People are like, why yeah. are you watching an old fight? Because you want to pick fun. up tendencies. I, I've never said this before, but go back and watch the Rams Super Bowl versus the Bengals. Mm-hmm. If you look, I'm in the corner of every end zone right where he caught it. Because I've seen McVay all year long. I know where he's going with the ball. I know how he's going to attack. It's funny. Once you start to watch this stuff over and over, you can see patterns develop. Really? When they do this, he's about to do that. So oh. if we go back and watch all the highlights of the Super Bowl – you're in the corner. When Cooper Cup catches that touchdown pass, he's coming right at me. And you knew that was coming at you. Yeah, it's like I this is what he's going to try to do. 
They're going to get this coverage, and boom, there it goes. Yeah. Technology is just changing. You think Tony Romo's doing this stuff like it, it's magic? Oh, no. man, when people he say. this video. <laughs> when people like, are saying. <laughs> right. Dude, don't even get me going on the talk. When people are like, oh, he's guessing so well. I'm like, he's I, wa- I, I want to say it. Video. Exactly. Right. This right. is why. It's like, oh, he's he's clairvoyant. He's taking like, no. He's watching tape. Yeah. He knows what's going on. This is fascinating. I'm glad we're talking about this technology stuff because I want to get in. Did you see yeah. what happened with the Adam Wainwright this weekend? Oh, Wayno again? No, no, no. It's about the technology. Okay. And we'll talk about that coming up. So, Donald and Cat, Bethel Durant, DeMarco Farr on 710 ESPN. There you go. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, Poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Just say what you Junior say. Junior Mafia, oh. 1995. Yes, sir. Conspiracy. It was a very good year. Oh, you're, you know you're moving around right there. Very good year. There you go. Yes. That's the voice of DeMarco Farr, Super Bowl champion, Rams sideline reporter, Mr. I watch eight hours of film every night. No, it's like six, right? About five. 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 Yep. I'm, I'm trying to give you more work to that. And that's, uh, I'm Bethel Durant filling in for Sedano and Cap all afternoon long for you. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, you're back this week sometime, right? Thursday, Friday with Momo, right? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. okay. Lindsay Baseball here. Taylor working the board. I'm not afraid of Momo anymore. Why would you be she scared used of used to her? intimidate me. I had so much fun when you guys hosted. Was she's it like awesome. Two weeks Why? ago. I feel like you guys had one of the most fun shows that I've been on for yeah, a while. she's been across from Momo? Yeah. When she gives you that stare? No. Never? Not the stare. See, it might just be me, but I've She's broken- a very smart intelligent woman she and went I to cal like that can be intimidating I, no i thought she's a stanford girl. she is but the she joke is. on ireland no. is that they they, no. they went to cal yeah uh, but yeah she went to stanford <laughs> stanford people tell you they're amazing it's all right stanford people are they're interesting they're people who wish they could have gone to washington oh, look at that <laughs> <laughs> taylor's from iowa we're all ready to go Lindsay's ohio having a lot of fun here all right before the break though we we're talking about the technology that you yeah. watch and how everything's changed you're a baseball fan yeah but did you see what happened with Adam Wainwright over the weekend? Or yesterday, actually. No, what happened with So Wayno? yesterday, Wainwright was mic'd I kind of blocked him out. By yeah, way. I mean, we'll get away from the politics. I had to talk or... about him every day for like eight years. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a different kind or of guy. six years. But, but yesterday, ahead. he was mic'd up on ESPN. And this year, we've seen a lot of players get mic'd up. We saw during the All-Star game and guys talking. And usually, they're like little chummy conversations back and forth. Ha, 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 cool. But yesterday, this was pretty cool. Wainwright was mic'd up during his warm-ups. So he goes through his routine, and mind you, baseball pitchers, some of the worst people in the world the day that they're starting. Salty. You do not talk to them. You don't look at them. Other guys don't are Don't ask like, for pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay. Don't ask for anything. I've asked for baseball players for pictures on the days right? that they've warmed up when really? I was younger. The day yeah. that they're pitching? See, that's bad. That's when I was bad. Younger, yeah. Oh, the little kids, though. They're not going to say yeah, anything. I do that. Kid, yeah. Okay, but go ahead. But relievers don't count. But a yeah. starting pitcher <laughs> right. usually is in that zone, locked in. In baseball clubhouses, they get to pick if there's music or not. Yeah. Or whatever it is. So everybody knows how to react to certain guys. Wainwright yesterday was mic'd up for ESPN, and he took you through his warm-up process. And this part right here got me because he started talking about the mental side of it. And Taylor, hit this. Get a routine, something that works for you, something that gets you loose. But a routine is great as long as it doesn't become superstition. Because you are what your brain tells you you are. I like that. Don't let it become superstition. I like that. Your brain, it's powerful. I like that. Right? When you played, there wasn't much talk about sports psychology, right? In the beginning. No, there was. No, but yeah, yeah. the way it is now, where a lot of teams yeah. have multiple people on staff that do that. 
Yes. Where it was, if you did have somebody, it might have been more motivation. I'm talking about when you're early on in your career, especially at Washington. Yeah, now yeah. these kids are dealing oh. with sports psychologists at eight years old, which is great. Really? Wow. Sports it, psychologists talking to an eight-year-old? I've heard it. Wow. Okay. Because parents are looking for that different edge. Everything that See, you can. We're all going to Dairy Queen. There are no winners and losers. We're all going to Dairy Queen now. It's sad at the, at that age that <laughs> right. it's not Dairy Queen. It's, oh, go talk to him. You see wow. this a lot in golf yeah. and in tennis, individual sports. Okay, that makes sense for those sports. Where the mind yeah. can take you deal. to different places. Golf. Now you, yeah. as an athlete, did you have a routine? I did. And he's right. It did cross over into superstition. That's my point. Yeah, where you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to have a great game. In reality, it doesn't matter. So what he says is right. Go get loose. Be the best athlete you can be, whatever sport you're playing, and then go play. But don't let it turn into superstition like you got to do this every time to have a great game. You'll drive yourself nuts. Yeah. Let's hear it one more time, Taylor. Get a routine, something that works for you, something that gets you loose. But a routine is great as long as it doesn't come, become superstition. Because you are what your brain tells you you are. You are what your brain tells you you are. Like, see, I've never been a superstition guy, and people get mad at me. I'll say, hey, there's a no-hitter going on. The baseball gods, it's different. You're home, at home watching, it doesn't matter if you say no-hitter on Twitter. It doesn't matter. They can't hear you in the dugout, right? Oh, wait. Oh, people say that. This is where I'm stopping because I believe in that stuff. <sighs> yeah. You just you're said not, don't you just said don't let the superstition get in the if way. I'm out there warming up, but you're not that guy, are you? You're not the guy that says no no or no hitter. Absolutely. Oh my god, why? Why? You're breaking it. I'm not the one playing. Dude, I'm not a baseball guy. If I was in the dugout, it's him. If oh I, my god. Vince Scully would say no hitter. That's Vince Scully. <laughs> <laughs> he could do that. Ben was in the park. I'm you, at home on Twitter popping no, off. Oh, don't do that. Come on. No, all right, let's stay, let's stay focused on oh, here. Let's stay okay, focused on ahead. here. Go ahead. The superstition part. What was something that your teammates said that you were just like, what are you doing? Okay, one of the dumbest things, <laughs> I was walking into a stadium once. And this, I like how you said dumbest. This security guard lady said something about if I splash my water on my face and say something like religious, I'll have the greatest game ever. And I did it. Oh, come on. And I had a great game. Oh, so now I'm stuck doing this stupid thing every week. Right. It made no sense. It was just dumb. It wasn't holy water, bro. It was Avion. Just was, because it, some lady told you to? I it love wasn't, it. It wasn't even like Avion. It was like faucet water. Aww. Right. But I did. I went out like, had like two sacks. You should have got the water hose. It would have been the same thing. Right. Thank you. Now I got to do this every single week. How every many weeks week. did you do it for? Like 14 weeks. <laughs> 14 weeks. Was that doing your best this. season ever? <laughs> It was. Were you actually. a pro bowler? Uh, no, I missed the pro bowl. Uh, oh, yeah. see? I got hosed, though. Yeah. I did. I got hosed. I got hosed. Hey. Yeah. He got hosed. It was like All fifth right. in sacks or something. Yeah, but it, oh, I'm like, it was stupid. It's part of me learning, though. I'm like, this is stupid. This has nothing to do with how I'm playing. But at the time, <laughs> it, it was. Right. So you would go into a stadium, find the faucet, and splash your face. Get dressed, put the eye black on, walk into the mirror, grab some water, say what she told me to say. And splash my face. You know, this is where you could have said, I had a teammate that did this. No. No, it was you. Me. You're going to own it, huh? Do you remember what the saying was? I bet you yes. do. You do. I yeah, know I you don't do. Wanna, I don't want to offend people, but yes, I do. Oh, I remember. Okay. Here we I go. Do. Now yeah. everybody's getting mad at me. Uh, my what? buddy Ronnie from soccer. <sighs> I bet you step on the lines on the field, too. What's wrong with you? See? Thank you. <laughs> no, I don't step on the lines. Yeah. That's just a thing that I do. You just step over the line. You know, you step yeah, on yeah. the crack and break your mother's back, all that other good stuff. You guys got a kid. no-no or a perfect game going and it you mention matter. it. I'm not, not playing. I'm not on the team. It only takes one person to ruin it. Don't you know that? One person. You're the guy who believed in water from the faucet with holy did, water. But it did work for a minute. Yeah. It did. And what happened when the game, you had, you had a bad game? When I realized like this has nothing to do with how I'm playing, <laughs> that's like maturity. But you're the guy, one guy that mentions it ruins it all. You know this. Now, I really liked the fact that they were miking him up and they, yeah. you heard this. You, as a casual baseball fan, I like it because my son was saying, whoa, I sent it to my son who is a high school basketball player and he's really smart. He actually wants to uh, major in psychology. He might nice. even get into that world. Who knows? Anyways, he brought this up like, oh, that's cool to hear. They should do that more often. Oh, God. It's getting traction. Who was the guy in the All-Star game that was mic'd up, the pitcher? He was actually on the mound pitching two guys yeah. trying to get them out. 
and talking. Now the pitcher, I'm okay with not micing him up while he's pitching. It was awesome. Yes, though. it was. If they did, if baseball did that, I would watch every day. You see what I happened with the game? They did it with Trey Turner yesterday. Dodgers shortstop. While he's playing. While he's playing. That's awesome. They're interviewing him, talking. Yeah. And they hit a ball to him. He bobbles it, and he even says, "Oh, oh, oh." Do we have the sound? <laughs> 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 yeah, his partners talking about Justin Turner with a third. I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's he, awesome. he said, "Oh no, that's awesome. oh no." That's why I I love when they mic these guys up and you yeah. hear some things and that makes you engage with them. And I used to love the NFL films with John Facenda. Oh yeah, when they'd always show like uh, the Chiefs coach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I forget. 22, Thomas Pye. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Like, Hank Stram. That, Hank Stram, yeah, yeah. that's it right there. They're I, killing me. Whitey, they're killing me. Yeah, all that stuff. I'm like, wow. How oh, come yeah. they, and I didn't know as a kid that they didn't do that in the normal games. Yeah. So I'm like watching John Madden. I'm like, how come the coach you oh, can't hear him? It's weird. I hated being – it sucks being mic'd up. Oh, you did that? Of course. Every You get to do it at least once. But it sucks being mic'd up because you have to tell people. Because, oh, you do? Yeah, because you don't want them to say something – that goes oh. out. So you have to, hey, hey, I'm mic'd, man. You know, I'm uh-huh. mic'd. So you have to kind of mute the conversation. So don't talk about the girl in the front row. Anything. Anything. Yeah. I didn't go to the Why VIP room with Usher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My position, like like Aaron Donald, micing him up, it, it, it's it's not, you can't use anything. It's like. Nothing. Beep, 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 beep. He's that and guy? Beep, beep, beep. Oh, yeah. When he, that's, you're in the middle, man. You're in the pits. It's different. What do they say when you're. In the in the pile, can they use that audio? Get off me! <laughs> Get up, <laughs> you son of a! Get uh, up! Right here, ask Demarco what else he's superstitious of. Uh, I don't let black cats cross my path. Okay, you have you heard that one? Yeah, have you guys heard that before? That's bad luck. Yeah, yeah, I I had two black cats and I didn't have bad luck, so yeah, I don't believe that one. You look at you, look at where you're at now. Exactly. Just say I'm, I I don't really believe you're it. a superstitious it's just, guy. It's just something I don't do. I don't oh. cross poles. Have you heard that one? So if you and I are walking down the street, uh-huh. and if you walk on one side of the pole, I'm going to walk right behind you. I'm, we're not going to split the pole. That's bad luck. Have you heard that one before? I've no, never. never. That, yeah. Uh, Man, yeah, I don't know what they did in Alameda to you, bro. People thought I was, <laughs> people, they still think I'm weird for that one. I just, I just yeah, don't we do. do. You, but, know, you and you and your 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 wife are walking like together, and there's a pole that like a telephone pole. Yeah. You'll let her walk on one side and nah, walk you walk her- together hand in hand. That's what I'm saying. Into complete marital same, bliss. Same That's thing. why I'm single. Same thing. Oh, my God. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh, DeMarco Farr, the superstitious one. Bethel Duran filling in for Sedano and Cap. Coming up, the mascots. You got to pay this off. Yes. Got some good story. Oh, we got big deal, no deal? Every day at 6.30. My you know favorite. What? I love this You game. know what? Usually I don't get to 6.30, but today, because this show's so good, I want to play Big Deal or No Deal coming up at 6.30. Then the mascots. Then you. We're here till midnight, 7.10 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ooh, really nice. Really nice. Big deal or no deal? You you thought I forgot, huh, Lindsay? I'm ready you to go. You did forget. I had to remind you, but that's okay. <laughs> I did not forget once I heard Chris talking. Take it away, Lindsay Baseball. Thanks, Beto. <laughs> super excited. Yeah, you are. All right, so this is something that Rams fans are not super excited about, and that is the NFL's top 100 player rankings that came out. It's conducted by the players, and you would be curious about who came in at number one. 
for the fourth time in its history, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. came in at number one. And Rams Twitter was not very happy about that, considering, you know, most people think Aaron Donald's probably the number one player. But again, voted on by the players. So do you guys think that this is a big deal or no deal? Beto. Ooh, I didn't know it was voted on by the players. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to change my opinion. So I'm going to say it's a big deal. Because when the media does it, we don't know a damn thing. Uh, but the players give it a different perspective because they got to go up against this guy. So I do think it's a big deal that the players are the ones that voted for Tom, who's 45 years old, is still doing it in the eyes of guys that he's got to go up against. If it would have been the media saying all oh, this, I'm like, you guys are just trying to suck up the Tom to get an interview. But no, nah, the players give it a different perspective. I do think it's a big deal because this is ahead of Mahomes. Yeah. This is ahead of... Russell Wilson, who you love, is ahead of Justin Herbert, who was a stud. And I'm just going off the quarterbacks. You know, this is, I think it's a big deal that Tom is still number one, and he's a freak of nature at 44, 45 years old. No doubt. I think it's a big deal for, for a different reason. I love the Ramley. The Rams family, but uh-huh. stop. Come on. <laughs> stop for a hot minute. We all know, we all know, we all know. Aaron Donald is the best player in the game. Yes. You don't get to the Super Bowl without him. You don't win the Super Bowl without him. We know, but you do know the Rams have three guys in the top 10. It's never been done before. Three guys in the top 10 on one football team. So let's stop being so upset about Aaron being number two to Tom Brady. It's not like Brady stinks. So let's stop. It's a big deal, but let's just stop. Yeah, I'm going to go with with this. If you're a defensive player, you all have to think about Tom, right? If you're an offensive player, it's only the linemen who really have to worry about Aaron Donald. They, on every single play, like the receivers aren't worried about Aaron Donald, right? Well, he wrecks everything. <laughs> he really does. Yeah, he he affects everything you do. That much, huh? Yeah, everything. Because if I'm a receiver, I'm, I'm just going to go the opposite of where Aaron Donald's at. Well, yeah, but they still have to get you the football. I'm going to keep on running as the fast problem, as I can. The problem is the guy that wants to throw you the ball is, is running from Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. You yeah. want to know what I think is the craziest about this? You mentioned what? there's three Rams players in the top three, yeah. which has never been done before. Cup, so Ramsey and, and AD. Yeah. yeah, and one of those three guys is not the quarterback. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Matthew I know. Stafford's 27. So that's just I found that fascinating. It, it's 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 awesome. Um, D line, secondary, and a receiver. Jalen Ramsey is unreal. Look, as good as Aaron is at his position, you could argue that Jalen Ramsey is as good at his position. Like he wrecks stuff. I've he heard nothing games. but great things about Ramsey, the person. Yes, uh, like Aaron is short. He's not very big. He's small for the position, which makes like everything six one maybe ish. A little bit taller than me, and I'm just under six one. Okay. And he's about uh, 275. Yeah, but how can you be that big without the eight-pack, bro? He's all muscle. That's what I mean. So he's small for the position. Jalen Ramsey is the opposite. He yeah. looks like he's from Mars. Yeah. That's a freak right there. Yeah, and he's really, really and good he can at fly, it. Man. And then Cooper Cup the same way. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Big deal, but in a completely different way. All right, so sticking with football, of course you guys heard today that the 49ers have agreed to restructure a one-year deal that will keep Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. The one-year deal includes no trade and no tag clauses, and it's worth $6.5 million. It's fully guaranteed, and it includes incentives that can push his money close to $16 million. People were shocked by this. So is Jimmy G's new deal with the 49ers a big deal or no deal, DeMarco? I think it's a big deal. It says you don't trust Trey Lance. That's that's what it says to me. Which, why should they, though, you know? Because he's good, he's young, and they drafted him. Yeah, but I feel like... Hasn't proven a damn thing. It's a mess. It's a mess right now. I hate to say it, but it's kind of a mess with John Lynch. This whole Garoppolo thing. You you wanted to turn it over to Trey Lance, and then you're telling the world that, "Eh, let's hedge a little bit. Yeah. That trade should have... You should have let go of Jimmy a long time ago. He, that shouldn't even have been an issue. I was hoping that Cleveland would have traded for him. I think it's a big yeah. deal because everybody loves the backup quarterback. Yeah. Last year, Lance, Lance, Rat. We love him. We love him. We love Trey. This year, the moment he starts messing up, I was like, ah, you know what? Jimmy did get us to the NFC Championship game. If the Rams don't drop that pass, I mean, we could be in the Super Bowl. The, it's a big deal because of this, Lance. Oh, you mean the drop pick? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a no trade clause. Yeah. So Jimmy has all the power in this. He's going to wind up starting again. And that's the point. So what are you doing with a young quarterback who's going to struggle because you're going to go up against Aaron Donald a couple times. You're going up against teams at NFC West that are going to give you fits. And if he's struggling, you don't want your quarterback looking over his shoulder. You want to have the reassurance of, 
Hey, it's still your job. Hey, it's still your team. This smells like a, a front office that's about to ruin a pretty good young quarterback. This is a, smells like he's got a great agent. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy G. Garoppolo? Yep. Yeah, or they just they don't trust Trey Lance. That could be too. Yep. And what are we doing? We're in L.A., the Ram Station, talking about the backup quarterback with the Niners because it's all messed up You know up what there. They, you, you said like everyone loves the backup? Yep. Not here. Not me. I like the starter. Oh, no, but the fans. The fans. <laughs> no, no. Because we've we all, all like the starter here. Oh, here, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but I'm saying in general. Matthew Stafford's because, our guy. Hey, we all yeah. love – remember? How about a name for you? Scott Mitchell. We loved him. Yeah, yeah. Until the Lions gave him a contract. Usually, if you love the backup, you're not going to the playoffs. Hey, you, if you love the backup, your team sucks. Yeah, you're fighting for six wins. Yeah. What my good friend LaCharles Bentley once told me, oh. never let him see your backup. You know LaCharles Bentley? Oh, yeah, we, we go way back. He I was is, his first producer in radio. He is the captain of the enemy. You know this, right? Who yeah. is this? LaCharles Bentley. He's an offensive lineman. He was really good before he got hurt. With he, who? He, got, that, he was with Cleveland. Well, yeah. he oh, won Cleveland. With, he won, he was with the Saints. He was one of the best ever. Yeah. Really? And he got hurt. And yeah. he signed like this crazy huge contract, like record-breaking deal with Cleveland. He got hurt on his first snap of training oh, camp, so contracted tragic. a staph infection, oh, no. and won like hundreds of millions of dollars no. in a settlement from the Browns. And now he has an O-line camp where the most elite offensive lineman in the NFL train with That's him. That's what I mean. He's training them. He's yeah. training wow. the enemy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't stand him for that. He's so good. Yeah. He's, he's so, such a so defensive good. lineman. He's training, <laughs> training guards for Hell's hey, Gate. That's that, what he's doing. That offensive lineman world is crazy. Oh my God, I can't stand him. No, because there's a uh, Jesse Sapolu. Yeah, uh, big former, Jess. 49er. He runs a great camp for offensive linemen here evil. in Southern California. All evil. Trains a lot of the Polynesian players. All evil. Oh. Can't stand him. Is anybody doing that on D line? Oh, yeah. They have the uh, D line summit. Von Miller. Von Miller does? Von it? Miller, yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. All right. Well, did you guys know that humans are heading back to the moon? Are I didn't really? know this. I didn't know this until recently because the highly anticipated. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Don't you have these alien socks on? Yeah, I do. Did I see that on you? I do. I've got alien <laughs> socks on for sure. Please Love don't aliens. tell me you're a tinfoil hat. Love person. me some aliens. Is she tinfoil hat? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Are you Lindsay? I don't know. I mean, I okay. like a good conspiracy theory, but uh, I'm not like you know John tinfoil. Ireland about it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the highly anticipated Artemis One was supposed to lift off this morning, sending an uncrewed Orion capsule towards the moon from Kennedy Space Center in Florida. But the Artemis One team encountered an issue during the countdown, and it, they ended up scrubbing the attempt. The next possible opportunity to launch Artemis One is this Friday, and NASA officials say that that target date is still in play. So Artemis Two is scheduled for 2024, and that one is going to be crewed by U.S. and European astronauts. Wow. So, is humans returning to the moon a big deal or no deal, DeMarco? I think it's a big deal. I, I'm shocked. We haven't been back to the moon since? Not in 50 years, nope. No way. Yeah. not No humans have walked on the moon since Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and whatever the other step. guy was. I don't believe that. Something's no, up there. No, it's true. They've built a colony up there we just don't know about. I mean, they've had a <laughs> lot of spacecrafts, a lot of satellites, all yeah. the rovers. Oh, man. Tom There's... Cruise is up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise is on Mars. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, not a big deal because uh, the people who I know are going to the moon, I don't know them. Those are super rich people. <laughs> I'm not involved with them. No, this is NASA. Nah, again, real, super rich people. <laughs> but but NASA, yeah, I mean, like, they, they have, and it's not just U.S. astronauts. Like I said, there's going to be some European astronauts. This is, like, an international thing. So it's not yeah. not just NASA. They're partnering with other countries where they're making this, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Going back to the moon. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, go to Iowa. Figure out those cornfields. <laughs> like, that's what we got to do with those crop circles. <laughs> Let's figure that out. Like, uh, not a big, I mean... It just sounds cool, but it's not a big deal to me because I don't know a damn thing about the moon, man. Really? I, I ain't going to no moon. Uh, I love outer space. Uh, me so. too, big time. Yeah, she's tinfoil. Now we know. I get mad when people say the moon landing was fake. Yeah. Uh, I get really upset by that. It's a stage in a Will you Burbank, stop? Right? I knew it. See? Don't say that. <laughs> no, I'm not, I agree. Space is just so amazing to me. Like, yes. when I was camping in Allegheny, there's this really tall, it's called Stone Tower. It's on the top of this mountain, and we go up there. I We've never been up there during, at nighttime. We've only been up there during the day just to, like, see the mountains and the, the pretty view. We went there this year at nighttime on one of the clearest nights, and you could see shooting stars everywhere. Awesome. You could see the Milky Way now, like, that's clear cool. as day. I love that. And it was crazy because it just makes you realize, like, how little, how, how insignificant we are, yes. you know, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. It's one crazy. of the best classes I ever took was Astronomy Lab at El Camino College yeah. on a Monday night from 7 to 10, oh, it was cool because you actually see stars. I mean, from Carson, we don't see stars until you get the telescope 
I was like, wow, that's the Milky Way, Orion, Orion's Belt, all that yeah, good stuff. Yeah, you don't see a lot of stars out here just because I never left. I it's the light pollution. Yeah. Did you see the movie Gravity? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was okay, creepy. Creep freaked it. me out. I loved it. Okay. But yeah, yeah, it was a good movie. All right, so if you guys, speaking of you know weird things and conspiracies and whatnot, if you've ever <laughs> thought you, that, if you've ever thought that you have an identical twin out there that you're unrelated to, guess what? You may be related to your doppelganger. Everyone says you know we've all got a doppelganger out there, but people with very similar facial characteristics likely share genetic variants, according to a recent study. Researchers were inspired to look more into the phenomenon of people having a virtual twin without being genetically related to them. So there's been a lot of stuff on like TikTok and Instagram stories lately of people that have found their doppelgangers. Come on. Just like seeing them. There's tons. Google it. There's tons of stories of people finding, oh my gosh, this person is like my twin. So this study, what they did was they took 16 or 32 look-alike pairs, and 16 of them had similar DNA compositions to identical twins. And these people have never met before in their lives. Is this a big deal or no deal? DeMarco. I think it's kind of a big deal. I met my doppelganger. Come on. I did. Who was it? That's Kevin Hart. I asked you, do you like rest? Kevin Hart's like four foot. Well, there you I was going to say, what are you talking <laughs> about? Have you met the Come guy? Um uh, do you guys watch wrestling? Yeah, I do. At all? I, I love wrestling. I'm okay. a big wrestling fan. Look up D'Lo Brown. I know D'Lo Brown. You do look a lot like See? him, actually. We met. I met him hold here. Hold on, hold on. D'Lo. His name is D'Lo. D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown. We and you're D Marco. And he Uh-oh. says, "I get called you every day." And I said the same thing. Ah. People think I'm D'Lo Brown. No. I swear. Like we met. We talked. Our families are from like the same area. He's from New Jersey. I got people, like we could be related on Impact Wrestling. We could be related. You are not related to D D Low Brown, bro. When I met him, we we were like, wow. He's six three two sixty eight. See, I was six one two sixty eight. All right. Yeah. He went to University of Maine. No, he, he was a CPA. Definitely before he got into six. wrestling. I know. Yeah. All right. So just the looks is not the uh, the just brains. Just the looks. All right. Yeah. Just the looks. <laughs> He's oh, yeah. a fan of the Bears. I used to be. Oh. Everybody was kind of fr- Yeah, well, not not Lindsay. Nah. You weren't even born in 85, were you? Mm-mm. Nah. Yeah, okay, never mind. Nah, her, her and, uh, who's the quarterback? Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. Wait, when were they- you born? Two years after that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, let me shut up. 92. Don't even say anything, Taylor. Just stop. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, not a big deal because I know there's no other Humberto Duran walking around <laughs> out there, so... <laughs> You never know. You've nah, never found them. Nah. Like so, there's a lot of theories out there that everybody has a doppelganger. You yep. don't believe that? I just thought in I Seinfeld, do. like the opposite. You know, but that's it, man. You know, the bizarro world. But no, nah, I don't think there's. There's somebody out there that looks just like you. Nah, Freddie Prince got old, bro. Oh, so. <laughs> oh my God! Wow. <laughs> but but it. seriously, look it up. I'll send you guys some links. But like, there's some like these women who are like, oh my God, I found like this girl who looks like my long lost twin sister. And then they start to talking, and like they look at pictures from when they were little kids all the way up to now through adulthood, and they look exactly the same, like the whole time. I, I, it's I crazy. Lie. There's been some times where I'm at the club, and I'm like, oh, that's not her. All right. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, that's it for Big Deal or No Deal. All right, good job, Lindsay Baseball. Big Deal or No Deal. I like it. I like that we had aliens. Doppelgangers. We had doppelgangers. We had uh, Lolo Brown. Uh, moon landing with all Did kinds of Did you say Lolo Brown? Yeah. Yeah. D Lo Brown. Oh, D Lo Brown. All right. There you go. Is that uh, the hurdler? Lolo. Lolo. Lolo, Lolo Jones. Lolo Jones. Jones. Who there still you. hasn't been married? Tell good, me how Lolo. Good for her. Tell me how she's still single. Please. She don't need no man. she's smart. She don't need no man. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I sound like a taunt. <laughs> no scrubs. No scrubs. No scrubs. Okay. Coming up. Wow. More. Sedano and Cat, Bethel Duran, DeMarco Farr filling in on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. <laughs> I miss that guy. Scott Cap- Kaplan's on vacation. Sedano's oh. working somewhere in Miami. I'm Bethel Duran alongside DeMarco Farr. Having a good time as we're wrapping up. Sedano and Cap. And community, we appreciate you guys checking in. They're loving DeMarco. What's up, baby? Baby whale. What's up, baby? They're wondering what's all going on with you. Uh, and everybody hit the bingo card with all the Cleveland mentions today. And you know why? Because you're irrelevant. Good job, Lindsay, bringing in Cleveland to the show. Right there. We had good conversations. There's always a good Cleveland reference for exactly. me. Exactly. Wow. You know, we're going st- strong. Taylor's in. Iowa's strong. Central, oh wait, is it, uh, where'd you go? Northern uh, Iowa, Northern right? Iowa, yeah. The pri- that's a, You know a lot about Iowa for some hey man, reason. Hey man, that's, that's where, uh, Isn't that not, where Kurt Warner went to school? Yeah. Northern Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where Ali Farouk Oh, no way. Okay. Ali Farouk yeah. yeah. Ali Farouk He's a basketball coach now. Some college no coach. Knocked off Kansas. Yeah. yeah. We Iowa. love Iowa, man. Oh. I, uh, come on now. I watch uh, Field of Dreams. You know, is, this, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Do I want to go there? It's not heaven. Okay, answer this. I said this just this weekend. Iowa's a football state. And a wrestling state. Wrestling. Definitely. They love their football. Of the big three, baseball, basketball, football, Iowa is definitely a football state. For sure. Yeah. They come strong. uh, From Iowa. Their fans wear, when they played the Rose Bowl a couple years ago, they wear the overalls at the black and yellow, right? They're they're strong. They they took over. When Stanford just... Trampled them. Yeah, I didn't bring yeah. that part up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> McCaffrey, yeah. Hey, Iowa does a good job recruiting here Heck in Southern yeah. California. If you can get a kid out of Southern California to go play some football, if, hey, if you can go anywhere to go play, go for it. But if you're going to go to Washington, even better. Go be a, a dog. What's the nickname? Huskies. The, the Huskies, right? Yes. Did you like their mascot? Of course. All right. Did you hear about what happened to the mascots this weekend? I think I heard one got hurt. Oh, my goodness. Am I right? The Ravens have a mascot named Poe. He suffered a leg injury, torn ACL, after he was tackled by a youth football player. Way to go, kid. <laughs> Way to go, kid. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why? Good tackle, baby. Good tackle. Yes, sir. So defensive lineman. Absolutely. Now, when you play in the NFL, like there was a, the reason I'm bringing this up as we're wrapping up the show, HBO Real Sports, I think last month, had a feature by Mary Carrillo um, on the Mascot Hall of Fame. And I got caught up watching this the other Wait, night. Wait, there's really a mascot a all mascot of mascot Hall of Fame. This. Okay. The man who created the Philly Fanatic has now transitioned from being the Fanatic into the most important guy in the mascot world. Do you like mascots? I do like mascots. Wait, the Philly Fanatic. The Philly Fanatic. The guy. The guy. Created the mascot Hall of Fame. Yeah, so when the Philly wow. Fanatic was created, so the original one was the San Diego Chicken. Right? That's the original mascot. That's the original yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. The Philly fanatic was born because the San Diego Chicken was out there making moves. And so kind of blew up. Blew and kind of blew up. Yeah. So he, the Phillies wanted to do something in the marketing department. They found an intern to get dressed up, and this kid came up with the persona of the Philly fanatic because the Philly fanatic has that Philly attitude. It, and it's he's weird, right? He's not fuzzy. He's green. Yeah. And he has that big nose and he kisses people. Right. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And he's the one, if you ever see it, just type in Philly fanatic Tommy Lasorda, where he and Tommy Lasorda yeah. legit went at it. And right. he tells the story on HBO Real Sports about how he kissed Tommy and Tommy was mad. So when Tommy went after him, they were really wrestling on the turf at Vet Stadium. So it's really cool. So I was watching this and the Mascot Hall of Fame, they now give out scholarships. For mascots? For mascots. Wow. Colleges are giving out scholarships because a lot of these athletes, as they call themselves, are gymnasts. Yeah. I was going to say, they are. It. Yeah, they are athletes. Fantastic athletes. Yeah. yeah. But they make sure to say that they're not mascots. They're athletes performing. And a yeah. lot of them go through it. So this brought up, like, 
The Ravens mascot, Lindsay, tore his ACL, or the bird tore his ACL, Poe? Yeah, and he never took his head off the whole time. Never took it off. In character. Yeah. In Love character. Yeah, and Because I, I was watching on Twitter, people posting about it, and they were so concerned about him, and I was just like, is he really hurt, or is this like a bit? You know, I couldn't tell, but then he didn't take his his head off. Like his oh, head you can off. never do it. Rule number one is they said you on this HBO Real Sports, you can never let them see you with the head off. Yes. I know Rampage really well. The okay. Rams mascot stays in character. Really, we're we're good friends. Have you ever seen Rampage with the hat off, the uh, face, he, uh, or the mask off? I've never seen the, the, the two people in the same room at the same time. <laughs> so Rampage is a completely different person. Okay, I know Rampage's handler, but he never breaks character. You can't break character, and he's a fantastic athlete. Yeah, and it was on HBO Real Sports, the mascot Hall of Fame. Check that. It was la- uh, last month's uh, episode for Real Sports, and I, I wow. just because I like the mascot, I get caught up especially when they used to have the Pac-12 tournament here at yeah. Staples Center back then. I'd always take a picture with the Oregon Duck. Um, the the UCLA ones is it Josie or Joe Joe Bruin the bear the uh, the Bruin Joe the Bruin. Bruin yeah uh, and then uh, Washington I have a picture with the husky you don't have the Stanford tree the tree's a little <laughs> weird bro like like I had uh, because I would always take a picture with all of them and I would yeah. put it up that was before Instagram the tree's weird it's, because Stanford people are weird yeah and it's like you want to take a picture but then they're messing around so much you don't know where the, the face would be like, ah, so I skipped the tree. I'm Stanford. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tree yeah, is right. creepy. Yeah, 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 Stanford band in general. Is no, no, no. There. I just think that the tree with like his big mouth, like his teeth sticking out, like it creeps me it's, out. It's it reminds me when I was little, we used to go, you know, uh, like my grandparents used to take us to one of those Santa shops where you go like at Higby's or the mall or whatever, and you go through and you buy little presents for like your parents and aunts and uncles and stuff. And they had a, a Christmas tree with a face on it that would talk to you. And I was deathly afraid of it. Okay, wow. the Christmas tree's talking to me. I'm okay on that of there. A little bit. Now, I told you this before the show started. There's mascots in the Mexican Baseball League. So if the Tijuana, the, the playoffs are going on right now, the Tijuana Toros, games one and two tonight, uh, the semifinals. If you go to a game in TJ, they have chickens on the field. They have a rooster. They have chango. They have people on the field. And I'll show you pictures. I'll tweet some out. I, first time I went to Tijuana for a baseball game, they're arguing with the umpires. Chango is going back and forth. The mascot? The mascot is working the umpires. And it's just this, it, it's chaos. Like a joke? Is everyone the, in on the joke or is he serious? Uh, he goes out there. The, the mascot, Chango, has been kicked out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, so the Philly fanatic, you know, imagine he does the stuff between in. No, the, the mascots in Mexico, they don't care. It's a different world, man. It's, oh. It, it, you would love it. I if told- Madison Bumgarner got traded there, oh, I'd be no, so happy. Oh, no, no, there's no way. Yeah, I would love it. I would love for him to try to go through there. That would be great. The, yeah, these guys would be crazy. Oh, my God. And then the, But they do the circuit because they do the regular season yeah. in the, uh, baseball. Then there's also a Mexican winter league down in Culiacan, Mazatlan, yeah. Jalisco. And these guys will just go down there and they work the circuit. This is what they do. They come in. Uh, it is out of control. And I was like watching this. I'm like, dude, if they need to do a feature on – the Mexican mascots. Wow. You talk about, wow, exactly. So wow. Go and check that out. I didn't, uh, scholarships for being a mascot. Yeah. Wow. Well, you got well, you, you to be an artist. Scholarships for e-games? Yes. Scholarship for mascots? What else? Uh, let, me, let me just show you this picture right now that I can't I feel like out. getting, getting oh a- God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> getting a scholarship as a, a mascot, I feel like that's totally different. I had a friend in high school. He was a, a cheerleader, and he got a scholarship to go to Ohio State to be Brutus the Buckeye. And that's there's a lot going on there, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, there's a lot you got to do. You have to be like an actual gymnast. You got to do a lot, and you know what, you, what else you got to do? You got to produce a heck of a show. Great job today, Lindsay Baseball. Lindsay Taylor, great job today. Demarco Fart, an honor working for you. Yes, sir. With you for the first Good time. To see you, man. Hopefully, not the last time. Bethel Duran, I'll be back tomorrow with somebody. We're gonna do the <laughs> wheel of host, as Mason would say. No, no, we'll have a uh, B camp. Brian Kimenty. Oh, way to kill the bit. <laughs> that's a Mason and Ireland bit. Come on, polish up. Oh, all right. Well, stealing their bit. Bam, bam, bam. So down on the cap, Bethel Duran, DeMarco Farr, and you. Thanks for listening to 710 ESPN.